Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. Yes, believe it or not, we have another one coming out this I know, week. we, <laughs> we didn't have any for months, one. so now we have now two we in have a week. Two. Well, this one <clears throat> is the one that literally people did ask. Yeah. And have sent me a bunch of things on it. I've actually had a couple other requested topics as well. So we might have a few more podcasts coming up soon because I've had a couple other like, hey, I think people are missing that we haven't been podcasting. Yeah. Because right? I've had a few people that are like, you know, this would be a cool podcast topic. Hint, hint. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've had a lot of people doing the same exact thing. They're like, what do you guys think about this for a topic? And yeah, you just right. kind of <laughs> push us into it. I'm like, yeah. Okay, like, so anyway. you guys need help. <sighs> you know i wasn't gonna do i really wasn't gonna do this one i was gonna let it alone i yeah. really was you've been trying or so this is sort of about the trump impeachment mm. sort of um i think it's almost more so to the responses from christians on the trump impeachment well people love stirring the pot with me because it's <laughs> They're very, it, it it's very, very clear what my feelings are in the matter and how I teach. Um, Where do you get these weird ideas? Do you just pull them out of thin air? Or do you like, I don't know, read scripture and go, hey, this yeah. kind of looks like if the shoe fits. That's what something that I, weird. Was, I was trying to, uh, I just want to, I didn't even get involved in any comment wars. I was going to start today, but I was just, I'm like, no, this is ridiculous. And I'm like, well, you I sit down. You want to reason biblically with people. Let's take this. I'm like Nancy Let's Pelosi over here. It's a somber day. And I wish I wasn't here right now. <laughs> I wish we didn't have to speak about this day. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's like, shut up. Like I was watching the, uh, you know, I was watching the impeachment trials too. And I'm just like listening to the Democrats just trap. And I'm like, you guys. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And so everybody, yes, I do. I think this is, I do think that the large. Um, Shocker, politician was really scummy. Yeah. Just like, like the rest of the politicians. Yeah, this is and crazy. That's the, thing that, that's the thing that's like, okay, that it doesn't make me mad that he was scummy. And, you know, that. It like, would whatever. make me that's more surprised if he wasn't scummy, to be honest. Yeah, it's just, it's just his leeches that he's got that's really kind of taking me up. But yes, I did think that. This whole impeach, and even we're going to cover a couple of different things in this podcast, a couple different articles. Uh, one particular, we're going to talk about the Christianity Today article. Franklin Graham, well, I can talk, I promise. Franklin Graham's uh, response. To that. Trump's mm -hmm. angry Twitter response. And then a uh, another response kind of fact-checking um, Franklin's tweet. Or Franklin's statement, and also Trump, uh, as well. And it's funny because it's it's not a it's not a, a trying to attack him or anything. It's like a legit like, yeah, that's wow. No, you're wrong, guy. Um, oh bless. But I don't. Yeah, I guess. So we're gonna hit all those different topics today. I think first the one is no. I didn't want to talk about this because I do think it's ridiculous. I hate to see. I do hate to see. The country in of itself. I don't like seeing this happen in our in our country. You know, I mean, it's kind of a when you remove it's a sad. president, uh, an elected yeah. leader from to you know, th this is like a serious 
it's a serious thing. So it's not like I'm sad, but it sucks to see something like that happen. It shows it shows a lot of weakness and a lot of ridiculousness. I think it too. Well, the hurt and the division that you see in this country just across the board over this, it's sad. You yeah. know, I mean, it really is disturbing. Yeah, I don't. Regardless of how you feel about who's right and who's wrong or what's important or whatever, it's sad. Right. And do I think, and everybody wants to go run to the ground, like, okay, so the grounds that the, the case that they have brought against him and they have charged him for, unfortunately, guys, he's guilty and he's admitted that he's done this, but he's playing it off like it wasn't that big of a deal. And it isn't. It was politics and it really wasn't as bad as the, the left is making it out to be. However, he still did it and it's still, he still did cross a line in the presidency that you cannot do. So he's going to have to be held accountable for that, regardless of whether or not we like the reasons why, you know, I'll admit the Democrats ever since the beginning of his election have been trying to get him out. Like literally we all sure. saw the crying liberals. Uh, we all saw the young Turks that were sitting there just jaws wide open when this but was going to be a seriously, the, the movement to get a president regardless of side Party or anything. Or whatever yeah, else, like to get a president that's out a has been. It has been absolutely just crazy with him, which. You know, whether he deserves it or not, <laughs> that's a different that's conversation. At, yeah. It's still, I don't agree with what they're doing. You know, I mean, it's it's not it's not something that Well, it's the same thing done. with the ultra conservatives who cried the whole time Obama was in. It's like, exactly. dude, get over it. That's who's in. Exactly. And, <laughs> like, and it's, what, it's and one thing on. that the left has not done. Yeah. They have viciously attacked him. Um, even so much as to go after, I mean, they've been pretty good. But they uh, even to go after Barron and his other yeah, daughter. It's like, that's come ridiculous. on, guys. You know, this is it. It is dirty. It's slimy. But anyway, so I guess that's all the nice things that I have to say. Um, Everybody's like, that was it. the nice stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I agreed with I agreed with the the logic behind this because sure. there, there is some logic behind. There this. is. Yeah. It's like. You know, the Babylon Bee kind of nailed it again, but they're like, Democrats are convincing people, orange man, bad. Like, <laughs> and like, that that's really all it is. It's like, the whole left is like, just a, like, just throwing all these insults that are mm -hmm. just, they're landing. I mean, you don't, it doesn't even make sense. So it is kind of, it's just pointless hate and, and division that's, that's been caused by it. Um, again, like I said, regardless of whether he deserves it or not. Um, so yeah, those were the nice things that we had to say. But the reason why I had to say something about it, I think, is there's a bunch of different bunch of different problems that we're running into here with this. Um, the editor, and I think he's the, I believe he is the main editor. I don't have to do my fact checking right here because I had it. I try to rem I try to memorize everything and try to like jot down like little points, but sometimes I forget. <laughs> anyway, um, he is. I do know for a fact. So yes, this is one of the one of the writers at um, Christianity Today is is retiring. He's only got like another week or so left. Okay. And so this article came out today. It was either today or yes. What is today? The 20th? So they're saying so like it was he's got nothing to lose, was so he's just saying nonsense Exactly. Type of a thing? Yeah, exactly. And saying? yeah, and, I mean, we can, I'll read the, I'll read the article. Or do you want to read it? I don't do you have, have it, it up. Okay. I didn't I'll know that's it. what we were doing. I'll read it. Um, there is, um, yeah, first let's, let, let's talk about this article that came out today. So he, 
he wrote this. He's on his way out. They're saying that maybe he is being a little bit more bold. But, I mean, that the the article is written. It's a, it's a great article. I thought it was great, and I yeah. thought it was fair, and I didn't think he was attacking. But, oh, man, this set but off the storm But he also wasn't sugarcoating and talking nonsense. You know what I mean? He was saying what it was. No, and this is exactly what I have been saying since the beginning. If you're listening to this podcast now, it's just starting to finally catch on with other people that it's starting to and i noticed right after this justin peters uh posted a link about politics in the nra movement the new apostolic reformation and how this dominion theology this kingdom theology it's working its way into politics and and that's is what we're preaching and teaching and he goes and breaks down this whole article i mean this dude's saying like it's your moral obligation as a christian you know and he's breaking these down i don't know if we'll have enough time to get to that one today because it is kind of a longer article um that's a lot but the christianity today one this is the one that stirred up all the controversy uh and this was yesterday that this article came out but i wasn't i wasn't sent it until uh this morning uh reading over it and um I'm like yeah i can't i can't disagree with it so um and then we're going to go over some problems with the responses that have come off of this. Okay, In our founding documents, Billy Graham explains that Christianity today will help evangelical Christians interpret the news in a manner that reflects their faith. The impeachment of Donald Trump is a significant event in the story of our republic. It requires comment. And this is usually, this is I had made the statement before that uh, Christianity Today kind of isn't overly political. They they comment on on like major political things. Like um, they did the same thing with um, with Clinton's impeachment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they commented on Nixon. They commented so they they comment on something you know when it's when it's serious. The typical CT, which is Christianity Today, approach is to stay above the fray and allow Christians with different political convictions to make their arguments in the public square, to encourage all to pursue justice according to their convictions, and to treat their political opposition as charitably as possible. We want Christianity Today to be a place that welcomes Christians from across the political spectrum and reminds everyone that politics is not the end and the purpose of our being. We take pride in the fact, for instance, that politics does not dominate our homepage. That said, we do feel it necessary from time to time to make our own opinions on political matters clear. Always, as Graham encouraged us, doing so with both conviction and love. We love and pray for our president, as we love and pray for leaders, as well as ordinary citizens, on both sides of the political aisle. Let's grant this to the president. Okay, so this is where I thought that, that he was being extremely fair. He didn't say anything wrong about... I mean, I didn't... Let's grant this to the president. The Democrats have had it out from, had it out for him from day one. Which is true, yeah. 100%. And therefore, nearly, nearly everything they do is under a cloud of partisan suspicion. This has led many to suspect not only motives, but facts in these recent impeachment hearings. And no, Mr. Trump did not have a serious opportunity to offer his side of the story in the House hearings on impeachment. He did not. It sucks watching this from one side because you know that you can have everybody saying all these things, but you have no other 
no other defense on it and no, you know, you, you, I mean, not even anything to make fun of him for saying, you know what I mean? Sure. Like you at least need to give, you know, this process should include the, the, his opportunity even before it goes to vote on hearing, you know, but whatever. Um, but the facts going back to the article here, but the facts in this instance are unambiguous. The president of the United States attempted to use his political power to coerce a foreign leader to harass and discredit one of the president's political opponents. That is not only a violation of the Constitution. More importantly, it is profoundly immoral. The reason many are not shocked about this is that the president has dumbed down the idea of morality in his administration. He has hired and fired a number of people who are now convicted criminals. He himself has admitted to immoral actions in business and his relationship with women, about which he remains proud. His Twitter feed alone, with its habitual string of mischaracterizations, lies, and slanders, is a near-perfect example of a human being who is morally lost and confused. That one cut pretty deep for him, but he's not wrong. He's being, I mean, that's 100% true. Trump's evangelical supporters have pointed to his Supreme Court nominees, his defense of religious liberty, and his stewardship of the economy, among other things, as achievements that justify their support for the president, which we are going to get into more of that later. We believe the impeachment hearings have made it absolutely clear, in a way the Mueller investigation did not, that President Trump has abused his authority for personal gain and betrayed his constitutional oath. The impeachment hearings have illuminated the president's moral deficiencies for all to see. This damages the institution of the presidency, damages the reputation of our country, it damages both the spirit and the future of our people. None of the president's positives can balance the moral and political danger we face under a leader of such grossly immoral character. Okay, the even though again he's cutting pretty deep and on those things of he's assuming Trump has um, betrayed the constitute his oath and all you know all these different things that that's where he gets a little bit. You know, he, he's kind of assuming, you know, a lot in that, but he's, I don't believe he's wrong. Yeah. And this, he's not just coming out to say awful, ridiculous things for no good reason. Like there are facts behind to support everything that was just stated. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Regardless of you, what you want to take or it's not that big of a deal or whatever you want to say, you know, you want to sit here and claim fake news. There's facts behind the things he's saying. He's not just taking low jabs and being ridiculous, right? Yeah, not only is this, I mean, not only is this good, is good for us as believers, it's not good for, uh, I mean, it's not good for anyone. Pride comes before the fall and this yeah. type of thing never, he's not doing, you know, the things that you think he's doing. Yep. He's actually doing harm. You just like the things that he's doing. Yeah. Which, whatever. But well, to to carry on here, the concern for the character of our national leader is now in is not new in CT, which is Christianity Today. In 1998, we wrote this. The president's failure to tell the truth, even when concerned, rips at the fabric of the nation. This is not a private affair. 
For above all, social intercourse is built on a presumption of trust. Trust that the milk your grocer sells you is wholesome and pure. Trust that the money you put in the bank can be taken out of the bank. Trust that your babysitter, firefighters, clergy, and ambulance drivers will all do their best. And while politicians are notorious for breaking campaign promises, while in office they have a fundamental obligation to uphold our trust in them and to live by the law. In this, unsavory dealings and immoral acts by the president and those close to him have rendered his administration morally unable to lead. Unfortunately, the words that we applied to Mr. Clinton 20 years ago apply almost perfectly to our current president. When Mr. Trump should be removed from office by the Senate or by popular vote next election, that is a matter of prudential judgment. That he should be removed, we believe, is not a matter of partisan loyalties, but loyalty to the creator of the Ten Commandments. To the many evangelicals who continue to support Mr. Trump, in spite of his black and moral record, we might say this, Remember who you are and whom you serve. Consider how your justification of Mr. Trump influences your witness to, the, to your Lord and Savior. Consider what an unbelieving world will say if you continue to brush off Mr. Trump's immoral words and behavior in the cause of political expediency. If we do not reverse course now, will anyone take anything we say about justice and righteousness with any seriousness for decades to come? Can we say with a straight face that abortion is a great evil that cannot be tolerated, and with the same straight face say that the bent and broken character of our nation's leader doesn't really matter in the end? Mm. Fair point. We have reserved judgment on Mr. Trump for years now. Some have criticized us for our reserve. But when it comes to condemning the behavior of another, patient charity must come first. So we have done our best to give evangelical Trump supporters their due, to try to understand their point of view, to see the prudential nature of so many political decisions that they have made regarding Mr. Trump. To use an old cliche, it is time to call a spade a spade. To say that, no matter how many hands we win in this political poker game, we are playing with a stacked deck of gross immorality and ethical incompetence and just when we think it's time to push all our chips to the center of the table that's when the whole game will come crashing down it will crash down on the reputation of evan of evangelical religion and on the world's understanding of the gospel and it will come crashing down on a nation of men and women whose welfare is also our concern uh, guy, what more do we have to say about this? You, you know, today, and, and here's a huge, here's the thing, is both Trump and Franklin Graham have responded to this. Yes. Let me go ahead. I don't want to read Franklin's response, all of it, but he titled it, my father, or, well, they titled it, um, the CBN who sh shared the article, um, titled it my father would have been disappointed yeah and then it's franklin graham fires back at christianity today's elitist liberal call for president trump's removal so they've accused the 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 editor of the article that wrote it as an elite elitist liberal 
Sure. So Christianity Today is an elitist liberal organization. For what he said, based on the article that Brandon just read out loud. So. Gotcha. Well, and I mean, he Franklin notes that they, um, that they, you know, trashed him and everything. You know, I'll we'll go ahead and link the article, or anybody can you can search it. Just just go just search. It's you can find it. Um, but he mentions in here that his father voted for President Trump. Mm-hmm. Billy voted for Trump. Whether that's true or or not, I don't know. Franklin says it. That's what he says. I don't know. But what's not true and what somebody posted on this is to go and drag your father's name around with this. No, this is one area of of information that I know things about. I don't I don't have a lot of information in a lot of different subjects, but this particular mm-hmm. situation is one of those things that your area of expertise. Uh, expertise. And when I first heard that and I read this article from Franklin, I'm like that couldn't be further from the truth and either a, a simple Google search. Yeah. Just do this. Search Franklin Graham regret or I'm sorry, Billy Graham regrets. That's all you have to do, and there's a Fox News article about it even. Oh, even Fox News. Even Fox we News. No, they don't lie. Where they're interviewing, it's it's shortly before Billy's death, but they're interviewing him and asking him a bunch of different questions about his life and his career and, and how it was and everything. Guess what one of his biggest regrets was that he did, that he even mm. says, it's quoted, that he was too involved in politics, that he would have steered clear of politics. Now, granted, he got up, he got involved in a little bit of controversy with Richard Nixon and back in the day, and that's and that kind of tainted it, tainted him a little bit in a lot of people's eyes. Um, but he says this after he's like, and they all they had also brought up the fact that Franklin Graham was absolutely ridiculous about politics and then he's like well your father and they mentioned in the article that he's following in his father's same mistakes and his father already came out and said that he was too political and he would have steered clear of politics in these things and then he's coming out franklin's coming out and turning around saying oh my father loved trump and he believed in this and saying all these things I, I mean, I don't know your dad. You you personally know your father, but I know what he has said in interviews and listening to his heart and talking about things. Kind of the opposite of that. And, and it, he said it, it seems These like you want to be the biggest. I mean, we've actually had people leave our home church. Yep. Because of my feelings on this, but it's it's even coming out now in just you, I know no nobody really has interest probably in in you know the types of things that that people that do this all the time uh, do, but most of these leaders and theologians out there, I was gonna I almost posted this on a comment today. Like you, you understand that nobody believes that Franklin Graham is any sort of like has any sort of credibility, right? Yeah. Like most people in the theological circles do not think Franklin Graham has very much credibility. That's 
But yet to the average evangelical churchgoer, it's like Franklin Graham said. In so it fact, must be. In fact, the reason why we, uh, another reason why we know this too is although Franklin retr- retracted his tweet that he sent out about it, he originally tweeted in support and has been known, has seen side by side with her plenty of times, mm-hmm. is Paula White. Full-blown heretic. No Full-blown heretic. It. I mean, we're not we're not talking about innocent things that have happened with Paula we White. We just here. have a difference of interpretation. No, it's that, not that no, big we're of talking a deal. about serious heresy, and yeah. that's another thing. The, I mean, major seminaries and 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 people that that have suits and glasses and all those things. I always say, you know, on certificates wall. on the wall and books and shelves made of mahogany. <laughs> All that stuff, none of, all of these guys are saying, like, this is, this is, this is heresy. This is, he is well outside of her. And we're seeing this, the, the, in the, por- the purpose of this podcast is, it's not a, you know, I, I knew that this the di- was the direction that we were going to take. And this is what was going to end up happening with this. But now we're just realizing that this isn't. That this isn't such a good idea and maybe this isn't a good, you know, maybe this isn't a, a good thing. But the people don't believe it. The people are still buying into the circus yes. show. And that's why it's like you got you get out of this. And this is not something that that we should be involved in at all or have these types of feelings for. But he like I said, he go and then get this. So that was Franklin's response was just upset. Um, my father would be, you know, sad. He loved Donald Trump. He voted for Trump. Whether that's true or not, I don't know. Billy, I, I do also know that Billy would have definitely never voted for Hillary Clinton. So, so if he made sure to vote, if I'm he made sure to vote, certain, I'm sure that like many Christians, right? Like many Christians who said, "Well, I can't vote for Hillary, so I'll vote for right." Trump. Right, many did do that. Right, maybe he did. I, I don't know. But that still doesn't take away what he said in one of his biggest regrets and something that should have been separated. Yes. He should have never been rubbing shoulders in politics. And you should never Being do that. Being a man of God. You should never do that as a man of God. Ever. And so we have Trump's response. Which, which I'm sure is just gold. I, yeah, I... Okay. Can't say you're surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm not in the slightest bit surprised at all. So Trump's response to this is, he tweets this out this morning, a far left magazine or very progressive as some would call it, which has been doing poorly. It hasn't been involved with Billy Graham family for many years. Christianity Today knows nothing about reading a perfect transcript of a routine. I'm sorry, knows nothing about it reading a perfect transcript of a routine phone call and would rather have a radical left non-believer. Okay, it's not a perfect transcript, but that's neither here nor there. Um, have a radical, radical left non-believer who wants to, to take your religion and your guns than Donald Trump as your president. No president has done more for the evangelical community, and it's not even close. You'll not get anything from those Dems on stage. I won't be reading E.T. again. Doesn't he mean C.T.? 
I think so. <laughs> like, I can't tell if it's like you stumbling over your words no, trying no, no, to no. say it or that's just that's how the it's literally worded. Well, and that's why I did stumble over it because <laughs> the way like, that wait, he's trying to read sense. his tweet and make sense out of it sometimes is like, okay, first, progressive? Um, yeah, no. no. No, Christianity today has never been known as progressive. I'm not a fan of Christianity today. Like, overly, but that, 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 they're not progressive. And they're also, I don't, I don't really, and instead of, instead Mm. of defending his moral character, what does he do? Nobody else has done anything. It's just pride. Better than what I've done for you. Well, and hurling insults. So it's, of course, it goes to Donald Trump's moral character of being prideful about self and hurling insults at others. I mean... All right. So check out what MSNBC has to say. Their editorial had to say about Trump's pushback that the tweet to the article... And I'm only reading like a partial bit of this article here. But it's worth noting for context that the editor of um, Christianity Today did announce his retirement. And his last day at Christianity Today is two weeks from... Okay, so it's... Yeah, in a couple weeks, it it will be his last day. Um, This matters insofar as the magazine's editor may feel a greater sense of freedom given his looming departure. Sure. He may even be more candid in his assessments. So, yeah, sure. Nevertheless, what struck me as notable about the editorial, in addition to its striking conclusions, was Trump's response. Plenty of publications, including the editorial boards of many of the nation's leading newspapers, have run pieces in recent weeks calling for the president's impeachment and ouster, but all have gone ignored by the Republicans. This one, however, prompted an angry Twitter response, and he he just quotes Trump's tweet from that. Going back into his writing, he says, There was, to be sure, an enormous amount of nonsense packed into the pair of presidential tweets. Christianity Today, for example, is not, and never has been, a far-left publication. What's more, Trump's impeachment was about more than the July 25th call which is not perfect at all. There are also no radical atheists determined to take away anyone's religion running for the White House. And even if there were, if the president were removed from office, his replacement would be Mike Pence. <laughs> which is <laughs> ridiculous. But, but this was the line that stood out for me. No president has done more for the evangelical... Oh, he's pointing it. Yeah, he's pointing out. Evangelical community, it's not even close. Note at that point, Trump's response didn't make any effort to defend his character or sense of right or wrong. Rather, a Republican's instinct once again was turned to a transactional model. He has taken steps to make evangelical Christians happy. So he expects evangelical Christian publications to overlook his corruption, exactly. moral, political, legal, or otherwise. Look how much I've done for you. Yep. You should be doing you for should me. Be doing like he does me. with everything as a good, a good businessman. Business yeah, that's what he's supposed to do as a businessman. And politicians man. should do. But this just this just adds us uh, adds a different 
category for us as believers in, mm-hmm. and I mean, we shouldn't be involved in this stuff as much as we are anyway. The only reason why we're talking about this now is just because evangelicals are just so caught up in this world of thinking that this is a good thing and this is what we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yet this is complete biblical literacy that people have when they are saying these things. It's it's parrot theology that I call. It. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just spitting out things that they have no idea what they're talking about. They have no idea the fact that you know Jesus never called us to have some, you know, political revolution on this earth. Exactly. Matter of fact, I mean, let me see if they, yeah, I don't think he says anything more interesting in this MSNBC article. So I guess that's the end of that. Let me go ahead and read a quote, a couple quotes from MacArthur in his book, Christ Called to Reform the Church. He says, the church today, and particularly the church in America, needs to understand that God has not called his people out of the world simply to wage a culture war with the world. We're not meant to gain temporal ground like some invading force working to superficially turn this country back to God. We need to shed the illusion that our ancestors' morality once made America a Christian nation. There have never been any Christian nations, just Christians. Believers need to understand that what happens in America politically and socially has nothing to do with the progress of the power of the kingdom of God. Culture can't change, can't accelerate the kingdom's growth, nor can it hinder it. Christ's kingdom is not of this world. Then he says, that's not to say I'm dismissive of our democratic process or ungrateful to have a voice in it. It's a, ju- it's a great blessing to have a vote and to be able to support biblical standards of morality. Many Christians throughout the history of the church have lived through far worse circumstances than ours, with no legal means to do anything about it. But the presumption that a social movement or political clout could make a significant spiritual difference in the world is evidence of a severe misunderstanding of sin. Believers need to put our energies into ministry that can transform lives, not into laws. The work of God's kingdom is not about overhauling governments, rewriting regulations, or rebuilding society into some version of a Christian utopia. Political and social justice efforts are at best short-term, external solutions for society's moral ills, and they do nothing to address the personal, internal, dominant matter of sinful hearts that hate God and can be rescued from eternal death only by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, morality on its own is no solution. It damns just like immorality. Morality cannot turn the stony heart of flesh. It cannot break the chains of sin, and it cannot reconcile us to God. In that sense, morality alone is just as empty to save as any satanic religion. Okay, so... And, and he goes on to talk about Jesus pronouncing woes and judgments on the Pharisees and on the leaders and on the religious right of his of Jesus' day. And Jesus unloaded on these guys. Absolutely unloaded on it. And, I mean, there's no, there's absolutely zero excuse to put this type of defense and this type of attitude up while this man's behavior continues this way that's not that's not our our calling that's not what we're supposed to do we're not supposed to stand up and and that's where that's where 
the other side, this Franklin Graham, this Fox News side comes in where they're like, I'm, I refuse to just sit here and watch my freedoms and watch my thing get torn. It's like, uh, you're missing, the you're, missing you're, you're missing the whole point and you're not understanding the depravity of the human heart. You're not uh, understanding the, you, like MacArthur said, it's a severe, severe misunderstanding of sin. And biblical illiteracy. Because there's no biblical basis that anybody can give without twisting the crap out of a couple Proverbs, maybe Psalms, Samuel. Uh, they, without twisting those, and, and I mean twisting them hard, like we're talking like T.D. Jakes <laughs> twist. Like I was watching oh, gosh, it was so at, like bad. a few minutes of T.D. Jakes last night and just trying to listen to his service. And it's the same. They do every single one of these guys does the same thing. It's they'll awesome. go and they'll take this obscure Old Testament reference. And to watch people eat it up. And it's they just, just like, come on. But I'm like, it's the same. They make no sense. It's the same type of stuff that they're selling you on the other side. Why does this matter? I thought that the the article brought it up. I mean, look at the this in evangelical Christians. Our name doesn't need to be associated with this. We don't need Trump. We don't need to rally up behind it. We don't need to support it. We don't need to have anything to do. I'm not saying that you can't like the guy and not like what he's doing, but to to have this evangelical support on this like this and not call this wrong i mean this guy clearly people you know the the church sticks up uh, most of it sticks up so much for him but then they don't say they they just let his moral character pass and that's they make this upset well i didn't hire i didn't i didn't vote for a choir boy yeah okay but you're acting (laughs) like he's your your savior and this is and god has placed him here for this this purpose and amen, he does. But I would, you know, I'd like to remind you, yes, that the Lord, the Lord, it's the Lord God who executes judgment, putting down one and lifting up another. It's Psalms seventy-five seven. So it's God. Yes, He does. But He puts them down and lifts them up. And I hope that if this impeachment process does go through and He ends up out of office, I hope that. Christians can have this step back and look and say, oh, maybe I don't have as much control about this stuff as I thought I do. Maybe I'm not going to be able to do, you know, that. I just maybe, maybe that will, maybe if you have that reflection, maybe this will finally get you there. I don't know. Um, But to say I, I saw that i'm like man if god purposely put him on this he, which he did it's not if but the way that they believe that he put trump on this platform for it's like huh so what does this mean now to you guys does this yeah. mean that like so does this mean god this has mean struck god him down? failed or struck him down or what does this mean yeah. Somehow the this Democrats that, right. have a higher power power than, than god? god right they overruled god and and like what I mean, that's just that's just kind of a ridiculous assumption, I suppose, on some people. But I, I that was one of the first things I thought of because I could not believe how evangelicals lifted up Trump and made him. You know, you you getting the Cyrus references, the 
uh, that's another thing, guys. That to th to people that understand, like it's such a laughable comparison to any any student of the Bible. I mean, it, it's it's literally laughable mm -hmm. these comparisons that you make and the stuff with Israel and everything. We've talked about it before. Nothing that he's doing right now is good over there. Not one thing. If Trump went over there and and called the Jews to repentance and called them to believe in their Messiah, then maybe we could be maybe we'd have a different conversation <laughs> you might right now. My but that's not a bit, right. Yeah. That's not that's not happening. And so there's no interest in this like you think there is. There's no evangelical or divine guidance, and that's what makes Franklin and Robert Jeffers and these guys so scary. Is they act like this is God, like this is the will, this is what God wants. He wants us to build this ridiculous Christian utopia, and and just be and and take it however we need to. If we got to be foul, if we've got to, you know, put a couple matter, morals aside, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's get it done. We didn't, we didn't vote for no choir boy. It's like, actually, you guys turned him into one. You did. You, how many different pictures, things did you see shared? Everybody say, you know, about his faith. And finally, we have a godly president in the United, in, in the office and all these things. And I love that. Nobody else has done more for you Christians than I have. That's literally like an Old Testament. Yeah. Like, uh, like right before they get like struck King, down exactly. in some that's, horrible that, way. That's, that's literally like an Old Testament quote. Nobody's done more for me than Christ. End of discussion. Like no ifs, ands, or buts. And that's the other thing that My I want to point doesn't out come to from you. This yeah, world. To you evangelicals. Trump hasn't done anything for evangelicals. Like it, it, that doesn't. It doesn't work like that. We don't need anybody. We don't need a man to do anything for us. Matter of fact, our, what, what does Jesus promise us? Especially in the last days, people, persecution. So what do you think persecution is? It comes in many different forms. It doesn't have to be the church in China's persecution. It comes in the fact of what you cry and scream and kick and, and moan about over here. The fact that, yes... You're right. God is being taken out of everything. Absolutely. The name of God. All of you're right about all of those things. The LGBT ABC whatever agenda it is is infiltrating even now the church letting down that window of morality and and, and people are becoming more acceptance accepting of it. And this stuff is everywhere you look, being taught to our kids. All of that's true. But guess what? That's persecution, and that's the enemy's plan. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah, we can, we can work to defeat it where we can, but we don't spend time and resource on arranging the deck chairs of the Titanic. Yeah. That was a quote that I yeah. stole from one of them. We don't. We don't waste time... You know, the arranging chairs aren't these properly chairs. lined up. It's sinking. It's let sinking. it go. It, let it go. <laughs> I mean, we're not. You know, well, we, somebody should do best. something. Okay. Well, we can't do anything. You're not going to stop it. it. Yeah. Somebody in a couple hundred years is going to come along, and oh, look at that. They fixed the chairs before it sunk. Well, and that's kind of the point of like, okay, this is how all this ties into end times prophecy, right? We know in the end. There's no America that's standing up and the superpower that comes at right. And like, forgive me. I guess the, the Titanic was 100 years ago. No, I said a couple But hundred. still, right? Like, so you go through and you're like, okay, we know that America as a nation, 
must fall at some point. Am I saying that Trump getting impeached is what's going to make America fall? No, absolutely not. But the point of you're just we've got to hold on and it's got to be America everything. And we're the strongest. We're the best. We've got to make this great again. We've got to build this back up. It's that whole idea that's like. That's not <laughs> it doesn't mean and you don't people serve like, and well, you don't I'd do be, people around you. I'm just you, scared but. to see what will happen if Trump. It's like, why are you scared? Yeah. What are you scared of? God still doesn't have control if the liberals do. And all of a sudden something's wrong now if I, I I don't know, but I did I, I, I didn't like already a couple people have posted the Franklin response to yeah. that article. And people get really, really sensitive when we talk about Franklin Graham. We um, hold on to Franklin Graham in such a weird way. The, it's because it of his dad. I know, but it's we overlook though. Like he is so biblically unsound. He is very, very. And unsound nobody in the seriously stuff that he's takes Mm-mm. anything he has to say with a grain of salt, you know. And it's like, but the American Christian public just like <gasps> Franklin Graham. Well, like, it's amazing. And what's funny too is for people, and we live th- right here being, in between where f- Billy Graham's home was and where his library is. Like right. we literally live right in the middle, so we live in like the heart of Billy Graham land out here in Western Carolina. Well, and anybody that wants to say anything to me about that needs to understand how this goes far back. This goes into my family. Billy oh, Graham yeah. has always been a huge part of my family. My mom sang in the in the choir yeah. of his of his um, whole crusade, uh, right? Crusade, yeah. yeah, through a whole in yeah. in L.A. when in the '60s when all of this was. I mean, so like my mom has always had a relationship with with that like this whole thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So this is not this isn't something that Very I'm just serious, coming yeah. jumping on top of here and peeing on. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, it, it just really bothers me to see because. Even before all of this impeachment stuff, I remember reading and listening to Billy being interviewed specifically about, and this was like, this was either 15, 60, somewhere around there. It had to have been, well, when did he get, I don't know, I guess it was 16. Um, But talking about these different things and then talking about Franklin, Billy's talking about the regrets of being too political and mixing these two and not being, you know whatever else and then i and then this stuff comes along and they're acting like oh my father and i'm like wait a minute he said that he didn't want anything to do with this so he would have viewed in in reality billy would have viewed a guy like trump in this situation most likely as like yeah this is not acceptable regardless of whether or not you he voted for him it doesn't matter whether he voted for him So seeing that, I, I, I just really, really ticked me off. And if anybody who's triggered right now at what I'm saying and doesn't believe or thinks that I'm just attacking, they, there has been a completely biblical sound documentary that has come out called American Gospel. I suggest you go watch it. And now there's a second part of it out that's called, what's the second part? Uh, I think it's still called America It's American Gospel, something else. But, but it's... Some, yeah, the, like and and they cover a lot of different topics in that yeah. film, and most of it is is for uh, a it's different like American type. Gospel, Christ Crucified, or something. Yeah, like that. Christ Crucified yeah, 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 is yeah. what okay. it is. Yeah, um, but these things, these ideas, all these things, they're 
there's a name for it. It's called the American gospel. And it's a false gospel. Mm -hmm. It's a false Christ. And America has become a religion. And the way that evangelicals have created, they have literally created this, this religion around it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's identified. They have a head. They have a false Messiah. They have a false idea of this. Mm -hmm. It's frightening. And, and from a biblical perspective and a scope, you guys, are, it's, it's something that we, should, it, we as Christians should have no business messing around with. But here we are. Mm -hmm. And I just hope that throughout this whole process that we'll start to become sober-minded and realize that, yeah, you know, what if the liberals do come in and they destroy it's like you guys the lord has control over everything and this is all over his will there's no need to get in a hussy on one way or the other whether it's left or right you don't need to be scared god is in control and to put down your moral shield just to to make the world a better place which we're told not to love the world or the things in the world and have nothing to do with the world. And if we do, the love of the Father is not in us in First John. So what, what does that mean to you? You know what the world is? We, we did this past Sunday. Um, I explained exactly what the world is. And this is the world's system, the world's politics, the world's business, the, all of these things. That does not concern us. So... I imagine this is going to go over well for the people that are really upset by the, uh, <laughs> the even the impeachment hearings and everything. But and you know I went ahead and, and lay down and I uh, I should have waited another day or two because I'm sure Jeffers is going to be out. He'll be next. He'll be next coming out with some big statement. And I just remind you guys that you know it doesn't matter how much he's getting attacked. Still, us as believers, guess how we're supposed to treat people that do this, that slander us, that attack us. Do we get on Twitter and post angry rants? Nope. What type of example did we have in Christ? Keep your mouth shut. Suffer for his namesake. Yep. Physical suffering, emotional suffering. These things are all part of following Christ. So, I don't know, I, I don't really have any more, I guess, on this particular topic, but I do love the fact that this is now being raised in a lot more places than it was at first, because this was my problem going into the election. I, ha I mean, I saw this before anything even happened, going unreal, getting Southerners to vote for some Yankee from New York a <laughs> businessman. Hell has you certainly freezed I'm I live in the South, dude, yeah. and the amount of Trump things that Like y'all understand he's a Yankee, right? Yeah, and like <laughs> I I worked I worked around a lot of NASCAR and there is a huge divide between the South and the North when it comes to, you know, redneck there sports. It really is. Yeah. And being living down here Dirt and around like this whole NASCAR. I mean, you will see. I mean, the amount of of 
rebel, I mean, the Confederate flags, you can't mm-hmm. even count them. There's so many. And I mean, they're, they're just, and there's this divide between the North still. And I've seen fights between, between New Yorkers and, and, and Southerners. It's like and, living in track. a different world. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it really and, is. And, and they don't get along. They make fun of them, the way they talk, the way they act, everything around it. And then being back here during this election, just seeing these Southerners just <laughs> embrace this Yankee from New York, it was just like, what's happening right now? I, I'm is not. Is this real life? Is this real life? Never in a million years would I ever expected to see a <sighs> Yankee's face right next to some Confederate flag, like twenty Trump twenty twenty. This I'm like, oh wow, that never they would. Hmm. Well, times have changed. Which is fine. That's good. I'm glad that we're not. That divide doesn't bother us anymore. I just think it's, it's kind of noteworthy and funny that, to watch that, uh, to watch that process before, you know, because I started working around that when Obama was still president. Mm-hmm. Just you know, and so, the attitude you know was was very a lot different, and then uh, Trump comes in. It seems like it gave him a lot more power for this. <laughs> It was a mess, but anyway, um, yeah, those are, I guess, my responses. People wanted me to, uh, wanted to hear my thoughts, wanted to steer the pot on it. I'm Cue the, the angry emails we'll get while everybody has nothing better to do during the holiday break. <laughs> yeah, right. How dare you? How dare you? Dear Mr. Podcast yeah, Man. Yeah, my Lord and Savior, Donald Trump. We should do like the Babylon Bee podcast does and read um, like some of the funny hate mail. We will. I promise. <laughs> I will. Dear Mr. Podcast Man. It's, you know. And it's what was I referred to? Your lady friend? Lady friend. Yeah. And here, for the people that are going to comment, it's it's all the same. It's the the the, rege- the, the rejection of it, mm-hmm. the, the slander of it, that yeah. all of it is the same old song and dance. Yeah. And none of it, none of it goes back to scripture. Scripture. No. Ever. No. So, I don't know. We'll see what comes out of this, guys. But let's be sober-minded yep. with these types of things. And in, no, and in no circumstance whatsoever are you supposed to let down your morality just to make your life Exactly. A, you know, more comfortable for you. That you were promised like that. one thing. Yeah, you were promised persecution. You were promised all these things. And you were also commanded by the Lord to to love your enemy. Yep. And love does no evil. Love does not slander. It does not get on Twitter and, and have angry rants. And it does. And you guys may not like that. But guess that's, that's why it, none of this ever comes back to being scriptural. Because... That's what Christ calls us to do. So acting that way when we're slandered, when we're whenever else, that's never that's never okay. And that should go for the president of the United States. You can't be a bigger man than to get slandered by the press and, and feel the ridiculous need to just overly defend yourself. Even on a small platform like this, I learned that real quick. I learned that I cannot possibly get on and defend myself to everybody that comes and says something against 
what they perceive that I said, wh- how they perceived I am, whatever it is, I can't address every single one of them. So you know what? I, okay, whatever is fine. So if, some if it's people a majority say really of awful things say, that's that are fine. completely and unfounded and untrue. Right, and I, and I, I okay. But there's no sense in me having to flip out and, and yeah. g- you know, getting on everywhere and blasting this all over the place. I guess I have seen um, channels and places that have done that before. They'll take the people's names and they'll blast them all over, like the, sure. the podcast Some or the do, video. Yeah. And, and they'll read, you know, and it's like, I don't think that's right either. But, I mean, just before you comment, before you message all the negative stuff and about how you think, you know, I love how people's thoughts get in the way of what the bible really says they go well i I just think this is best and don't you want a good place for our country or for our children and you know if hillary were to get out it's the same thing guys same thing so i'm not taking any sides other than a truth side on this and there was nothing wrong with the christianity today article absolutely nothing wrong with it yeah, you can see he had a little bit of personal barbs he, he threw there. But I also believe that it was an article written from the heart, too. He was saying yeah. that, you know, hey, yeah, we get it. Not everything has gone right for this, but this is not something that we should still accept just because of that. Absolutely. Should we still pray for him? Yes. Should we still do these things? Absolutely. But at the same time... We do not love the world. So all this can say, all these arguing, all these, you know, all these things that are causing us to divide, being angry at, at our family members over the, all this stuff. Come on, guys. This isn't even our, this is none of our concern to begin with. We look forward to a, another kingdom. And it's these promises from God that you're getting confused with this time here and now and then the kingdom that's coming. So. Anyway, I guess, uh, do you have anything to add to that, lady friend? (laughs) (laughs) My name is Heidi. I am his wife. (laughs) I do not claim to be a pastor either. So just to clarify for some of you. You are not. I am not anything like resembling anything close to that. So (laughs) just to clarify, put that out there. That'll at least hopefully scale down a couple of the emails. (laughs) Yeah, and... And we'll see what happens.